You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. He split in on the right side to the back field. Boom, boom, up to the top for the Cavaliers on first down. Up to about the 28. Good game for yards for Jefferson Forest, and they're at least able Brought to down at the 28 yard line. They get first downs, and ideally they could get a chunk play here and there to help. They trail here to 7 nothing. about 20 seconds into a working clock. On this yeah, good run right there by Ethan Boone. He's a hard runner. He's he is north and south, hard nosed runner. Uh, and that was some good yards for a first down. This time it's Marsteller off the right side, takes the pitch and bounces out to the 30, up to the 31. Alex Marsteller is rolled around by a couple of Cavalier or a couple of Pioneer defenders over on the far side. Brings up third and three for JF. And if you want to get the third and manageable, which is the goal, you need to convert these ones to keep those drives going and pick up those first downs presented by Dainty Blakely Railer with Remax. Well, they're they're what they're doing is they're using that um, motion right there with Marsteller where he's coming behind the quarterback on the snap, and then he's getting that push sweep play right there, and they keep going back to that, and they're, and they're doing a pretty good job getting on the edge and getting some positive yards. Third and three, Heritage five-man front. Pitch out to the far side, stopping 30. No, where to go? Ethan Boone brought down and immediately met by Marquez Wood, the linebacker who had a beat on that play, and that's really where JF is kind of at that next stop. We've seen him a couple times now create third and manageable, but at that point, give this Heritage defense credit, which has been stingy against LCA and against EC Glass, credit because they bowed up and forced the punt. Yeah, and, you know, and we have yet to see Josiah Bell throw the football right here. You know, they're, they're sticking with the run, and they're sticking with that push sweep right there, and that time Heritage read that from the snap. Mark and Booker Felder back to field this punt. It's a rugby-style kick, not the most glamorous one. Booker Felder grabs it at the Heritage 41, breaks through one tackle at the 47, and carries a couple defenders to the midfield stripe, and that's where Heritage begins. Give the field position advantage to Heritage. They've had it starting at worst at the 38-yard line on their most recent drive, which they converted into a touchdown. And a couple of others, they've gotten past the 40 this time. They're at midfield. I'll tell you what, the defense not not helping themselves getting the ball with Heritage being already at the midpoint of the field right here on the 50-yard line. And, again, you know, we know that Coach wants to bring the Heritage team out here and be able to establish a run, and he's done that so far And for the JF defense they stood tall the first time and they gave in that second time let's see what they do this third time Bateman the shotgun snap looks down the middle of the field and fires the pass caught in stride on a bobble of the 20 inside the 15 past the 10 and down to about the seven yard line a nice pitching catch there from Jasir Bateman and hitting strike KB on Clark and the sophomore bobble that with great concentration to keep that ball in and he gets to the seven of JF. Well, I tell you what, he had a lot of time to stand in the pocket right there and read those routes right there. And it was a slot receiver on the right side running a deep post all the way across the field. And he got behind everybody and they've put that right on the money right there for a huge, huge Throw and catch right there for the Pioneers. Heritage now Bateman the shotgun snap. 
Give to Booker Felder. Booker Sledgehammers Felder his way behind the left guard. Down to the, the uh, three or so. And now just two yards from the impact jersey. It's Trayvon Moss. Not big in terms of the listed size at 5'7", 202. But, boy, he plays big. Really, one of his keys is at 5'7". He's able to get that low center of gravity. He's opened up holes quite regularly and well this evening. Booker Felder now behind Bateman. By about three yards, he'll get the toad again, this time off the right side of the line. He's in the B. Cavaliers in the impact church end zone for the Heritage touchdown. Well, I tell you what, they made made that drive look pretty simple right there. One big long pass play and two runs, and they're in the end zone again for their second score. And again, the JF defense right now is really struggling against the offense. After that first initial stop now, they've given up Two quick scores right now, back-to-back to to the Pioneers. Stickle on to attempt the extra point. And snap is down, kick on the way and up, and actually sliding down as the right foot meets the leather and puts it through. A little uh, clever, a little bit more. Marcus Gafford was the kicker on that one there. And it's 14-0 Heritage. 9.05 to go in the second quarter. We'll see how JF responds when we return after this. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants. East Coast Wings and Grill is more than just wings. Have you tried their Angus beef mouth-watering burgers? A fan favorite is the mac and cheese burger stacked with crispy onion rings, garlic aioli, crisp lettuce, tomato, American cheese, and mac and cheese. It's so delicious. Stop in and check it out along with many other burger options. Browse the full menu, then place your takeout order on the easy-to-navigate East Coast Wings and Grill app. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Alex Marsteller's kick return goes from the 7 up to about the 24. So a 17-yard kick return for Jefferson Forest. And they go back to work now trailing 14-0 against Heritage. 9-0-1 to go in the second quarter. And, Coach, one of the biggest advantages that Heritage has had this evening is both teams have been able to get those methodical plays. It's just Heritage has got that extra burst of speed to create the chunk plays, and that's what has allowed them to separate now and create a little bit of a points cushion in the early second quarter. Yeah, they had the big, big pass play right there. And, and again, when you got speed, you know, speed is really dangerous, especially in open field, and that's what they're trying to do. This time it's a snap and a handoff to the right side. It looks like Boone on the carry up past the 25. So the 26 gains two, second and eight on the carry. And that one, correction was Bryce Wood on the carry. So second and eight for JF. A little misdirection right there. They went ahead and faked it across the front and then handed it to that backside, almost like a backside counter coming back over. But it just, again, took too long to develop, and the linebacker stayed at home, was able to come up and make that play. Assignment football for Heritage. You have that, you stay disciplined, and you'll have time to read and react, and they've done that lately. 
Quick throw out of the shotgun on a slant. Nice job pulling that one in over on the far side. Brody Jackson, he hauls that one in, and they finally get him involved in the offense at about the 32-33. It'll be two yards shy of the first down, third and two coming up. Boy, that's the first time we've seen Josiah Bell put the ball in the air right there and a, a nice little slant over there on the wide side of the field, and he was able to hit it between the window for a nice throw and catch and put him here in third and two right now. They – they really need to come up with a play right here to get this first down. Brody Jackson split wide to the right side. Three in the backfield for JF. QB keeper and barreling his way up to right around the uh, 34. This is going to depend on the spot. The initial assessment is it may be about a half yard shy, but it all depends on where the officials put that pick skin, whether JF gets another first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax, and they go ahead and give it to the Cavaliers. A little surprised they didn't pull out the chains for that. Wow. That was uh, – uh, they got a they got a good spot. Again, you know, they had the, – the pile was kind of moving a little bit, and they got enough of a push uh, up front there to go ahead and get that first down, and that's what they needed. They needed to, to get a first down and get another set of downs right here, and they got to come up with a play right now to try to break through against this Pioneers defense. Pioneers defense is running a 4-3, but they're using those three linebackers all over the place. Shotgun snap, first down and 10 for Jefferson Forrest. Marsteller slips by one tackler at the 35 and then sprints up to about the 37, 38. We'll call it the 38 and it'll bring up second and six for Jefferson Forrest. That part they're getting right. They're getting good gains on first down and they're creating manageable third down so they're not going backwards really at all. It's just they need to get a little bit more of an explosive production element to match the Pioneers who have the 14-0 lead. 6.38 and counting down in the second quarter. Yeah, well, they definitely are struggling right now speed-wise to try to, to get a big one and break through right now. So they're they're just trying to, you know, move the ball in chunks right here and try to get some positive yards each run. Josiah Bell facing a four-man front gives it to the second back option. Marsteller did not full heritage. Marsteller kept the legs turning enough to pick up two, but he had to grind his way to the 40 to bring up third down and four for Jefferson Forrest. Well, the timing was off on that from the snap. The center almost sailed that over top of Josiah Bell's head. He had to reach up and try to grab it, and the ball bounced up in the air a little bit. By the time he recovered it, that's through the timing of that handoff off, and luckily Marsteller was able to get a couple yards just on his own power. So for the Cavaliers now, it's going to be third down and four from the 40. Ball left hash mark for Jefferson Forrest. They love another first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax. And flags come in because the Cavaliers had two men in motion at the same time. Did they get the timeout called to avoid the penalty? Yes, they do. So JF has to burn the timeout to avoid any legal procedure penalty with 537 left in the first half. 14 nothing heritage leads at Jefferson Forrest. When looking around the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all Remax agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO.
We'll see what Jefferson Forest dials up, trailing 14-0 at home against Heritage. They've got a third and four coming up from the 40-yard line to 60 yards away from the Impact Church end zone. But right now, JF would just love to get that first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax. Cavaliers, two timeouts left in the first half. Heritage with all three. Shotgun snap on the way to Josiah Bell. And the signal caller takes it as time to throw over to the left side and almost intercepted. He wanted Brody Jackson. But Demetri Jones, the quarterback, had a perfect read on that one. They came diving in, and it sets up fourth down for Jefferson Forest. And back comes the punting units. Yeah, they were trying to run a little out route right there for the first down. And just, again, the timing wasn't wasn't there right there. It looked like Brody Jackson was breaking out of his uh, cut too late, and the ball was – thrown too short. I mean, it's just all types of situations right there that that should be a play you should be able to be able to make right now. A little five-yard out, and they can't even – they weren't able to be successful on that. And therefore, JF punts this ball away. Will they be able to come up with another defensive stop? They had one in the opening drive of the game. They've made Heritage have to work for it, but Pioneer is very disciplined. They've done it. It's a fake pitch over to the right side. Marsteller. Tries to turn the corner from the 40, gets up to the 45, lunges. Does he have the first down? The referees are going to say yes. First down on the play fake. What a call by JT Cruz as Alex Marsteller gets brought down there, but not before picking up a first down presented by Remax on the fake punt. Second time in two weeks, JF has tried this trick against a team from Lynchburg last week against Glass, this week Heritage. Well, and the play fake last week with Glass was a pass. This time they faked the pass and they did the run and they basically ran an option toss to Marsteller who got that on his own. Pitch this time, stopping its boon, hitting the backfield, drags defenders up from the 45 to about the 47, maybe the 48, depending on the spots. And JF continues to grind their way toward the midfield mark, looking across it for the first time this evening, trailing 14-0 mid-second quarter. Yeah, good, again, good three yards, good solid three yards right there on that first down run. Marsteller's out right now on the sideline with a hand or arm injury on that fake punt play right there. Uh, and he's looking, having the trainer look at that, and that puts Boone back in the game at running back. Among others, there's also one in motion from left to right. And getting it's Bryce Wood did not fool Heritage. They read that very well. He's actually brought down for a loss of two back at the 45. It'll be third and nine for Jefferson Forest. Well, third and nine right here. They're putting themselves uh, in a tough situation right now. They're going to really have to come up with a pass play right here. Uh, they have not had a run over probably four to five yards. That's kind of been where they've been close to. So then to have a big run right here, you may look for him to try to put a ball in the air. One receiver split wide to the left. It's Jackson on third down and nine from the 46-yard line, right hash. Pitch, boom, left side, past the 45, inside Heritage Territory, still on his feet. He'll be about a yard shy of the first down. He needed the 46, gets to the Pioneer 47, but now it gives J.F. the luxury of deciding, do they want to go for it or punt? And it seems like they're going for it all the way. Well, I tell you what, you ran that fake punt back inside your own, Terry. Now, now you're across the, the 50. You got fourth and one right here. And, again, that was a great run by Boone, being able to get to the outside and really turn up north and south, break some tackles, keep his body leaning and driving forward. He probably gained the last three or four yards of that on his own, fighting the Heritage defenders. Jackson wide to the right. 
three in the backfield with Bell, and he'll take it and just dive past the 45 to the 43. More than enough to move those chains. It was an easy move of those chains. Almost as easy as the move you'll experience when you go with A.T. Blakely. Realtor with Remax. She sold 70 homes this year and is now inside the top 60 in the United States for Remax agents in comfortably in that number one spot. Well, they did a good job right there, getting a huge surge right that time by their offensive line. And then what's helping now is they got the, the three-man backfield around Josiah Bell, and he's taking that snap, and all three of those running backs are hitting that interior of the line at full speed, just trying to push the pile, and they were able to do it that time. Jackson split wide to the left. He's the one receiver. Now they got an H-back out wide to the left. The Cavaliers do. In motion, it looks like it's Boone. Gets it, 45, bounces off the left side to about the 42. Not flashy, gained about a yard there for second and nine. Again, we're seeing that same, same push sweep play right there. The motion over the top, take the snap, basically push toss it out to the running back into motion and try to get on that edge. And luckily, they've been doing a pretty decent job. Again, the corner helped stop that play by being able to come off the block and come up and be able to slow down Boone on that run. Two touchdowns, one late first quarter, one early second of Heritage on top, 14-0, approaching the two-minute mark of the second quarter. This time it's a give, misdirection play to Ethan Boone, but it did not fool Heritage. He goes back for a loss of one, and now on the way, it'll be third and 10 as the clock shows two minutes to go before halftime. You may not get that two-minute warning, which is why you should consider a life insurance policy that State Farm agent Paul Minshar in center town Bedford. Timeout, Heritage. We take it with them. 158 to be exact, left in the second quarter. Pioneers lead at Jefferson Forest, 14-0. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when... Well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. So third and 11 will be coming up for Jefferson Forest. They are 44 yards away from the impact church end zone, and they trail visiting Heritage 14 to nothing with the coach Rick Kennedy Ahmed Lane. Both teams have exhausted one timeout, meaning they've got two more to go over the final 158 before halftime. Shotgun snap coming up for Jefferson Forrest in those black pant, black jersey uniforms with the black helmets. A pitch, breaking a tackle of the 40 inside the 35, past the 30, and down to the 29. But this is unlikely to stand. The flag gets thrown at the bottom of that right handlebar and the saber swords that cross near midfield in the neighborhood of a hold, and that's what the referee said. Yeah, and that play was a great job. Again, the push sweep, motion over the top, but that time they caught the wing back who's on the wing right here, blocking on that outside linebacker who's walked up on the line of scrimmage right there. You could tell he, he held him a little bit, keeping him from getting outside to help on that tackle right there. And he threw his arms up, and you saw that right away, and the official saw that. It's one of those where you can say, well, it wipes out a big game, but without that hold, you might not have the big game. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. He, he was definitely 
right moving to the position and was not able to get there. An official was looking straight into the uh, into the play right there and was able to see that from the angle of where he was on the field. And, again, that negates a big opportunity uh, for JF. And then what that does is, again, Heritage is using their timeouts because they want that offense to get the ball again one more shot before the half. Odds are in their favor now. Third and long coming up when we return from this timeout. 149 to go before halftime. 14-0 Heritage on top at Jefferson Forest. The best place for deals on restaurants is InsaneRadioDeals.com. On the site right now at a low, low price. $50 gift cards to Graze on Fifth Street for only $37.50. That's right. $50 gift cards to Graze on Fifth Street for only $37.50. You can enjoy their selection of locally inspired dishes and generous food and drink servings. Head to the site and check out this deal and all the others at InsaneRadioDeals.com. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Third and 24 for Jefferson Forest. They will hand it off and break through a tackle at the 45, past the 50, and inside Heritage Territory at about the 47. It'll still be fourth and long coming up. For the Cavaliers and the Pioneers spend their third and final time out of the first half of the 14-0 lead here at Jefferson Forest. 141 to go here before halftime and heritage will get the ball back. Obviously, if you're Jefferson Forrest, as we keep it right here, coach, I think it's imperative. If you're Jefferson Forrest, first of all, you want to pin heritage as deep in their territory as possible. But the other thing is keep everything in front of you as much as you possibly can and make them have to work their way to the impact church. Ends up. Well, they already showed us the deep pass on the deep cross pattern. Uh, when they scored on the other side, their second touchdown right there. So they know they got the guys that can get deep. And what's going to help with that is they got to get some pressure on the Heritage quarterback to try to get him to get rid of that ball before the, some of those routes, those deeper routes, really develop by the speed of the Pioneers getting into those routes. So Jefferson Forrest sets a boot this ball away. And Marsteller not back on the punt. And this will not be a fake. Instead, it's just a fairly regular kick from Cam McClendon, who's also the place kicker. And it's going to actually Cameron bounce inside McClendon the 10 and just skid to a stop at the 6. 133 to go before halftime. And the Pioneer is 94 yards away from the Impact Church end zone. They do have big playability, but they don't have any timeouts left. And we'll see how aggressive Brad Bradley wants to get already up 14 nothing at Jefferson Forest. Wow, that was a great job right there. Big, deep punt, different a diff, having a, uh, Marsteller not punt the football right there again, we think, uh, you know, that's going to be a huge loss with him on that sideline right now with an injury. But that punt actually turned out because I think they were anticipating the rugby punt again, and the receiver was up close, and he was actually able to boom that pretty deep, and he wasn't able to receive it. So now getting ready to work from the shotgun just here, Bateman. Four receivers set. He'll probably go to the air, you would have to think. At least that's the initial indication on the QB rollout. Breaks a tackle in the impact church end zone, but gets brought down for a loss. And about the three, so Jasir Bateman loses a couple of yards there. And Heritage having to go quick tempo here. Tyrese Callaway generated the sack. And now the clock goes under 73 seconds to go in this first half. Well, I tell you, I I couldn't tell if he got flushed or if it was more of a sprint out, but he, he... Got out of that pocket pretty quick, and luckily uh, some of the JF defenders were able there to try to wrap him up and keep him from throwing the deep one. 
So Bateman out of the shotgun, a four receiver set. He'll drop back, feels the pressure, steps up and just gets out of duress and back toward the line of scrimmage. Maybe gets about a yard gain there to the five. That's about it. And now we'll see if Brad Bradley chooses to stay aggressive here. It seems like Heritage is going a little bit slower as that clock has 35 ticks, and they are disappearing off the Sabre Stadium scoreboard. I'll tell you what, after, after the results of those two pass plays, the quarterback not even being able to get the ball out of his hands right now, I can't imagine Coach Bradley is going to do a whole lot here, be overly aggressive, trying to get him to drop and throw it deep uh, on this shortened time left before the half. Bateman gets ready for the snap, takes it with 14 on the clock, drops back, goes for a screen pass, 5, 10, up past the 15 and is brought down. He'll get the first down at about the 20 with five seconds remaining here in the first half. They'll stop the clock momentarily to move the chains for a first down. And now JF's got four more defensive backs that are dropping back to at least the 35-yard line, just paying a, playing an umbrella coverage. And now Bateman will take it, drop back to a knee, and the clock will run out. And that's how this first half wraps up. A little confusion at the end. As it looks like one official is going to actually put time on the clock and say they had not officially set the ball to snap it, while the others motion this could be the end of the first half. Well, it looks like Garrett is, is going to have enough for one play right here. JF calls the timeout, which I don't know why you would do that if you're JF, other than maybe make Heritage run a play and see if you can come up with a defensive stop. Well, I think the biggest thing is the defensive coordinator – uh, Burford wants to make sure that his guys are on the same page in this prevent right here. They're going to have the four. They're going to have four people back deep across about the 40, 45 yard line. Try to keep it everything in front of them. They know that Heritage had the one play that the officials were going to give them um, on that, and that's what they're going to go with. So a lot of it could be to avoid any defensive confusion when that ball was set. One second to go, first half. It'll be the final play unless there's an offensive penalty. Shotgun snap coming up to Jasir Bateman. This time he takes it. Obviously, you heard that horn for the end of the first half. He'll float it across the middle and incomplete. Not good communication there with Tavian Clark. Didn't matter. And that's how the first half ends. So, Heritage has been in control, but it's not been by a ton. They lead 14-0 over Jefferson Forest as we have reached halftime from Sabre Stadium and coach your initial thoughts on the first half of this one in which Jefferson Forest hasn't quite moved down the field with the same level heritage as the chunk play seemingly being the difference, but they've held themselves in this one being mentally engaged and playing good defense the entire way. Well, uh, the difference really has been offensively. Uh, JF has been able to sustain some first downs and be able to actually put together uh, somewhat of a drive, uh, at least a couple that have taken a lot of time off that clock right there. And then they had the big initial stop at the very first series. And then other than that, Heritage has done a good job moving the football, but they are still in this game, only two scores. They got to feel pretty good going into halftime and they need to come out with the same intensity that they had the way they played this first half. They feel good going into the locker room. We always feel great because Trey Lyle and Ty Tracy are back in our studio and we'll keep you posted first half information plus scores college football and major league baseball playoffs a separate update devoted to the high school football scoreboard and maybe even a quick look ahead themselves to the second half that is where we stand right now coming up it's halftime from saber stadium 
Heritage 14, Jefferson Forest, nothing.